was able to walk through a totally broken world in the name of Jesus, being the, the fragrance of Christ. Of course, the, as the church, we're called to be the fragrance of Christ. And, and I believe that God's plan for our happiness is unique because we have a tendency to kind of define happiness based on the way our world does, not the way our Bibles do. We, we, we have a tendency to think, oh, happiness is this, this, and this. But then Jesus says, actually, no, happiness is all these other things that, you're, that you think aren't happiness. Are you happy? It's a loaded question with a not very easy response. Today's message, though, is going to give you a new perspective on happiness and what the Bible has to say about it. Pastor Daniel today will be discussing his new book, Crazy Happy, Nine Surprising Ways to Live the Truly Beautiful Life. He'll be joined by special guest, Pastor Gabe, as they explore this idea of what biblical happiness truly looks like in a believer's life. Stay tuned after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of Crazy Happy. But right now, here's Pastor Daniel and Pastor Gabe with today's special edition of Jesus is Real Radio. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to a special set of episodes of Real with me, Daniel Fusco. I am just super humbled and super honored and super excited that all of you are part of the Real with Daniel Fusco family. Thanks so much for joining me. And listen, tomorrow is the big day. You might be saying, well, what's it the big day for? Well, I can't wait to tell you, but I want to first introduce you to a good friend of mine, somebody who I love getting to serve alongside. His name is Gabe Marino. He's the executive yeah. pastor of ministries right here at Crossroads Community Church in Vancouver, Washington, where I get the pleasure of serving. We get to serve together. Pastor Gabe, what's happening, buddy? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Uh, what is up, Daniel Fusco Ministry fam? So excited for you guys to get a copy of this book tomorrow. Pastor Daniel, excited for you to launch. What book number is this for you, first of all? I, I think true Daniel Fusco fans would know, but what it, what book number can you do you even know? You've written so many. Well, so so technically, it's my fourth official book. So I self-published okay. a book many years ago, and then we did Honestly, Getting Real About Jesus in Our Messy Lives. Then we did Upward, Inward, and Outward, You know, where we're loving God, we're loving ourselves, we're loving uh, others. And tomorrow's the big day because we get to see the new book, Crazy Happy, Nine Surprising Ways to Live the Truly Beautiful Life. It is going to drop everywhere. But listen, you can pre-order it now. We've been talking about it. And I'm just super excited because I realized that you know, it, it, the t God's timing and all of this, yeah. you know, not that I like all that's going on, but like, I like to joke that 2020 has been a dumpster fire. You know, I saw that somebody <laughs> online was making just a ton of money selling the 2020 Memorial candle, which was a candle <laughs> holder that looked like a dumpster, you know, <laughs> be between a global pandemic and really divisive kind of politics and then social unrest and, and all the stuff going on, you know, um, talking about happiness right now, you know, talking about what does it mean to be in Christ, to reflect Jesus in a time where there's such radical disunity everywhere. Right. I just see God's hand in it because, you know, like one of the things that like, I like to 
tell people when people pick up the book, they're going to, they're going to find this out that I, I really believe that everyone's pretty crispy right now. I, I believe yeah. that what's going on is that all the things that we've been going through, you know, people are just brittle right now. People are tired. People are frustrated. Things are just kind of wrong. And really I wrote the book at a time when I was feeling particularly crispy. And, and I believe that God wants to lead us from a, a crispy place to a crazy happy place. There you go. There you go. And, and you know, even that, that title, right? Like we saw people talking about this online, you know, we have folks already kind of uh, previewing the book, which is cool and gaining momentum there and sharing their thoughts. But people thought there's something crazy about the, this title that it's got like a, a hidden double meaning. And, and so I want to, I want to throw that back to you, Pastor Daniel. Is it crazy to be happy in the midst of a dumpster fire as you use that metaphor, you know, is, is that a crazy thing? Is it even possible? Well, and what I would say is that it's absolutely possible because Jesus said, I've come that they might have life. They might have life more abundantly, but, and I do, it's a tall order, but don't ever miss the fact that people will know that we're his disciples by our fruit, you know? Yeah. And, I, and I like to remind people that, that people who are grumpy, never point people to Jesus. Miserable Christians are bad missionaries. You know, nobody wow. ever said, man, that person is so upset right now. They're so angry. They're so grumpy. I totally want to be just like them. Like nobody ever says that. And so, so really what you have is I think that Jesus was able to walk through a totally broken world in the name of Jesus, being the, the fragrance of Christ. Of course, the, as the church, we're called to be the fragrance of Christ. And, and I believe that God's plan for our happiness is unique because we have a tendency to kind of define happiness based on the way our world does, not the way our Bibles do. We, we, we have a tendency to think, oh, happiness is this, this, and this. But then Jesus says, actually, no, happiness is all these other things that, you're, that you think aren't happiness. And right. so we really want Jesus to define it. And so I think, you know, the, the, the crazy happy title, I realize it's provocative, but if people listen to the Jesus is real radio program or pick, pick the stuff up, the real with Daniel Fusco TV show, or watch the two minute messages That's or right. listen to the sermons, like you realize that like, <laughs> I'm all about the, the, the provocativeness. I'm a provocateur, as I like to say. That's right. That's right. And so tomorrow the book drops so you guys, but they can pre-order it today. Is that correct? Yes. Wherever you like to buy books, if you pre-order today, I'm pretty sure if you order today, it'll get shipped today. You know, uh, it officially launches tomorrow, but I know that like everyone's stocked up on it and everyone's excited about it. And listen, and I'm excited about it because in a lot of ways I've been telling people that, that writing a book is a little bit like having a baby. Now I've never physically <laughs> had a baby, but my bride Lynn, she, we, we have three together yeah. and, 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 it grows in your heart and then the process of writing and the process of editing. And what I love so much about this book is really it's a, it's a book about the Bible. It's a book about Jesus. It's a book about, you know, two of the most famous passages in the scriptures, Jesus's Beatitudes, there are nine of those. And right. then there's, you know, Paul's the fruit of the spirit. There's nine of those. And that's why it's crazy happy, nine surprising ways to live the truly beautiful life. Because we put a Beatitude and the fruit of the spirit together and we really uh, unpack you know, a manual of God's plan for human happiness. And I call it crazy happy because we don't expect to find happiness in the places that Jesus and the apostle Paul explained to us that we can find it. That's right. Now, Pastor Daniel, in some of the conversations that we've had with folks who've like, again, previewed the book and, and are loving it, they, they reflected that it was written so conversationally. Uh, another person said that it was, there was a very street level approach to the content that you were pushing out there. And so what was that deliberate and, and how will that help folks who might be intimidated to get into a, a biblically based, very theologically deep topic like this? Uh, how would that help their approach in reading the book? 
Well, I've always wanted to reach people right where they are and all different types of people. Like there are, you know, lots of people are really grounded in their faith and yeah. I want to help them be more grounded, to grow deeper, to, yeah. to, to be strengthened further season to, to be the people that God has called them to be. But I also realize there are a lot of people who don't know yet, don't yet know Jesus. And I want to be able to minister to them as well. And so, you know, for people who are used to the Jesus real radio program, you hear me teaching the Bible, but teaching it in a way that anyone can understand. And so my real, my goal in writing the book was to it to be more like, Hey, we're sitting, having a cup of coffee and we're talking about these things and we're exploring them together. I, I and, and that's part, partially, that's my personality. I never want to feel like I am the authority and come hear me. It's like, I, I want to engage people right where they are. And I really believe that what God wants for all of us is not just to have our head filled with good biblical theology. We want it filled with that, but we want that theology to take the 18 inch journey from our heads to our hearts and then moving back up to our mouths and out to our hands and out to our feet. Like I call that an, an applied theology, yeah. a theology that's lived out in the real world where all of us live with all of the struggles and issues and trials and the things that are going on. And so my goal was to write it so that if someone's been walking with Jesus for a century, or if someone is just like, they're open to Jesus, but they don't know if they believe in him, everybody on that scale could receive of this. And, and from hearing from people who have, you know, pre-read the book, people who have gotten, you know, advanced copies of it, right. hearing that we, we, we kind of hit that mark gets me super excited because that was my goal in it. Yeah, yeah, meeting people right where they're at, that street level shoe leather theology that's like applied and, and, and walked out. And I think that that's really, really cool. So listen, for everyone that's listening right now to this conversation, you know, this book, you can pre-order it right now. And we heard from a lot of folks who are like, I'm buying some for my high school kids. So it's written at a level where they can have a conversation, where you can have a conversation with the people nearest and dearest, closest to you. So we wanna encourage you guys to go ahead and, and pre-order the book. So you can start spreading that message of being crazy happy uh, out into a world that really needs that message, especially now. Um, Pastor Daniel, uh, you know we we didn't get a chance to talk about this in some of the other interviews, but what was it? What was a chapter or or a topic within this book that was particularly challenging to you in light of 2020 and and all that it brought? And and you know what was one of the things that you wrestled through in in writing and working through in the editing process and and so forth. Well, yeah. So the idea that there's these nine surprising ways to live the truly beautiful life, this crazy, happy framework that we have, all of them are provocative and shocking in different ways. You know, I think one of the ones that that I've still been kind of processing through, even kind of having kind of finished the book and, and, and it's getting on out there. And even as I went back and I read, you know, big sections of the book and, and I'm still like, man, I got to really work on that. It's like when you get to the end of the of the Beatitudes, the eighth and the ninth Beatitude both deal with persecution. And, and just this idea that if you live the crazy happy life, doesn't mean that everyone's gonna like you. And we live in a world where we're like, people wanna be liked. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, I mean, there's certain people who wanna be disliked and they kind of enjoy that kind of attention. But by and large, I think people want to be liked, but you realize that if you're living the crazy happy life, finding your life in Jesus, you will suffer persecution. Cause Jesus said things like, well, if they hated me, they're gonna hate you as well. But when right. we are persecuted, how we respond is actually God's crazy happy plan. Because if you look at the eighth and the ninth fruit of the spirit, it's gentleness and self-control. So on. like what, you know, sometimes when as Christians, if we feel like we're being, maybe we're being mocked or we're being made fun of, or we feel like people are, are maligning us because of our faith. A lot of times we feel this kind of freedom to go at them 
but not in gentleness. And we don't exercise self-control because like, oh man, you know, you cannot going to treat me that way. And in a lot of ways, in a lot of what we've seen in 2020 with some of the things going on, a lot of Christian people have not been walking in gentleness and they're, and they're not walking in self-control. But when you put it all together, you're like, oh, actually, Jesus is a bright, shining example. I mean, he was hanging on a, on a cross. I mean, the greatest injustice in history is the crucifixion of Jesus, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God being, uh, you know, judged by fallen people. And when he's on the cross, if there was ever somebody who could have told everybody everything that they did wrong, it was Jesus because he knew everything that everybody had done wrong. But instead, he's up there saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. And he's praying to the Lord that God would bless them and forgive them for such a tragic injustice at the very moment it's happening. Right. You know, and you see Jesus in this severe persecution and he's worrying about his mom. He's he's connecting yeah. his mom to the apostle John saying, right. "Hey, you know, woman behold your son and 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 son behold your mother." And it's like you're like like whoever acts that way in the midst of persecution. But what's amazing is is Jesus does it. And then you fast forward into the book of Acts and then you have of course Stephen who was one of the first martyrs. And when they're about to you know, kill Stephen, he says, Father, do not hold this against him. Like he's acting in the same way that Jesus acted. And so like, I'm like, oh, okay. So part of God's crazy happy plan is how we respond and react when people don't like us because of our faith. And even yeah. that God wants to do a work in and through that. Wow. So Pastor Daniel, you, you highlighted forgiveness in that gentleness piece. But another, some of the reviews that, that people are submitting to us early that previewed the book said that humility was a big topic in the book. Now, admittedly, I'm only early on in the book. I, I got to do a better job at reading through it. I'm catching up. But uh, so I'm not at the part where you really start to zero in on humility. But what are some of the misconceptions about humility and, and how do you approach those as essentials for the believer in the book? Well, yeah. So, I mean, it, like I like to, I make the point in the book and, and really the, the whole idea of the book is that the blessed person is the happy person because, you know, in, in the Beatitudes, you know, in Matthew chapter five, there's those nine Beatitudes and okay. that word, you know, the Makarios is the word in the Greek, which modern translations rightfully translate, oh, how happy is the person. But mm. Jesus begins, the very first Beatitude is blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Okay. So that idea of, of spiritual poverty. So, oh, how happy is the person who realizes that they're spiritually bankrupt? Like only Jesus talks about happiness this way. So mm -hmm. I like to say that happiness is on the other side of humility. When we talk about, you know, you know, how people are happy. No one says, I'll be happy when I'm humble. Nobody says that, but that's <laughs> where Jesus begins the journey. And, and so, so this, this idea that the humble person is the happy person. Right. Yeah. Why? Because the humble person realizes that they need a savior. They, they believe in Jesus. They realize what God has done for them. And then they abide in Jesus and they build their life upon Jesus. Hmm. Now, if you, if you tie that into, which is what I really think is the magic of the crazy happy book is where you take the, not one of the Beatitudes and you tie it with its corresponding fruit of the spirit. Cause there's nine fruit of the spirit, okay. Galatians 5, 22 to 23. And because I believe that God's word is inspired and yeah. inerrant, I believe the order is also important. So I didn't try and mix them up to make them make more sense. I just like the first beatitude, the first fruit wow. of the spirit, and I put them together. And so the fruit of the spirit, the very first one is love. Now, when yeah. you tie humility and love together, you get something very, very amazing because wow. what you learn is that 
if you think, why don't I love somebody? And we all have those people in our lives. We don't agree with who they are or what they value or how they treat people, who they vote for, what sports team they root for, what their favorite model of car is. I mean, people can bicker and be divisive about anything in this day and age. But ultimately, the only reason we, do, we choose not to love someone is because in some ways we feel superior to them. Ooh. We feel like we're better than them. There's a pride that comes in. I would never act that way, right? So right. where pride is, there comes judgment and condemnation. But where humility is, instead of feeling superior, you realize I'm a sinner who's been saved by grace, not anything I did, but what Jesus did. And even though they're broken in a different way than I'm broken, we're both broken. And yeah. so there's no feeling of superiority. There's only gratefulness for the grace of God. And so then you realize that there's no reason not to love anyone, even just because you don't agree with them is not a proper reason not to love them because the gospel teaches us that God doesn't agree with us, but loves us still. Come on. How powerful is that? Oh, it's, it's massive. And I, I think, I think that's why the title, I think is so powerful because everyone at the end of the day wants to be happy. And I think that's going to resonate with a lot of folks. So just listen, everyone. We want to make sure that you guys are pre-ordering the book. It drops tomorrow. So wherever you purchase books, jump on there right now, pre-order the book, and then they'll ship it out when they're able to ship it out. But it, it officially drops tomorrow. So I want to encourage those folks that are listening right now, go ahead and do that because, listen, you want to get this message of, of happiness out into the world that so desperately needs it. But, you know, as I make that that statement, Pastor Daniel, I think I think about some of my friends like at the gym or people that aren't in the Christian bubble I think if I was thinking the way they would, they would say, I can be happy without Jesus. So why do I need Jesus in order to be happy? What, what would you say to that person in light of some of the stuff that you wrote in the book? Well, so what I would say is that, you know, we're all on a search for happiness. And I think that's, you know, one of the, the things that really pointed me to Jesus early on in my experience with Jesus was the fact that I was doing everything that was supposed to make me happy. And, and that happiness was fleeting. And so there's always the next thing you had to do is like happiness was an external thing, you know, and, and really what I like to tell people is that happiness is an inside job. It, happiness is a heart that realizes who the Lord is and what he's done for us. And our identity gets rooted then in Jesus. So what I tell people is certain things might pacify for a short season, your desires for happiness, but only Jesus will truly fulfill the deepest longings of your heart. Of course, in the Beatitudes, it says, oh, how happy or blessed are mm -hmm. those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled or they shall be satisfied. So mm -hmm. really what you find is the only place to find the satisfaction for the deepest longings of the human soul is when we hunger and thirst for righteousness, for all yeah. the things that pertain to right. So the only way for a person to really be happy in the way God designed is to be in Christ. Everything else might be a, a pacifier for a moment, but won't actually get the job done. And when I tell that to people, people say, that's true. Cause we've all experienced it. They're like, I'll be happy if I get that new car. And then you get the new car and then someone kicks up a rock on the highway and, and you get a little oh. ding in the windshield. We've all had it. You get those new shoes. You love those kicks. And all of us have those friends who walk on over and they step right on the new kicks. You know, yeah. they give you that little smirk. And then before you know it, and then the next, you know, it's pleasurable for a moment, but that's not the happiness that Jesus is offering. Jesus that's is offering right. a fulfillment and a true, deep, abiding joy, the things that our souls long for the most. And I believe it, it only comes in Jesus because of Jesus and by the power of the Spirit. Hmm. Now, it, when you get into the, the fruit of the Spirit, Pastor Daniel, I, 
I mean, as, as you see it, what are the like essential fruit, you know, and, and maybe even break that down for folks. What, when we use this word fruit of a believer, fruit of your faith, maybe break, explain that word for them. But then what, what is the essential mark? What is the essential fruit that everyone who claims to be a follower of Jesus should have evident in their lives? Well, yeah. So, I mean, the Bible is, is full of language about things like fruit. And of course, Jesus in John chapter 15, verse eight said, by this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. Okay. And so you will be my disciples. So, mm -hmm. so the disciples are characterized by bearing much fruit and the father is glorified by bearing much fruit. And of course, you know, Jesus says that I'm the vine and my father is the vine dresser and you are the branches. And if you abide in me, you will bear fruit. If you don't abide in me, you're not going to bear any fruit, you know? And so he explains all this to us. And so, and then, you know, in the sermon on the Mount, Jesus says that we shouldn't judge people, but we should inspect the fruit. You know, we should be fruit inspectors. You, you'll know mm -hmm. a tree by its fruit, you know? And so, so ultimately the fruit of the spirit, I think it's fascinating that the apostle Paul, it's a singular word, the fruit of the spirit. And then there's these nine characteristics. So okay. ultimately I think our lives should have all of these, these different fruit characteristics, you know, uh, that you get in, in Galatians chapter five, verses 22 and 23. And we explore all of them in the book and what they mean. But really, I think ultimately, you know, the, if there's one characteristic, it should be self-sacrificial love because it wow. is the first on the list. The apostle Paul says the greatest of these in, is love in first Corinthians 13, 13. And so love has to be the, the, the hallmark of it all. And of course, first Corinthians 13 unpacks what that love is. And Jesus said in John 15, greater love has no other than this, than to lay down his life for right. his friends. And then Jesus gave up his life for us. So we're not just talking about like uh, feelings of love or whimsy because we love somebody, but, but we're talking about a self-sacrificial love that Jesus embodied. So us serving and sacrificing and giving of ourselves for others' blessing is what's being discussed here. Wow. Well, I love that 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 summary, the convictions of love, that love demands action. And again, I think that's what's beautiful about the book. It's very practical, accessible. A lot of folks are writing in already. So listen, preview the book, you guys. I know we're running out of time here, Pastor Daniels. So I want to get these out there. Pre-order the book uh, wherever you purchase books. And then as soon as you get it, start reading through it. We strongly encourage you guys to write a review of the book. Uh, really, this message of being crazy happy, of adopting what Pastor Daniel calls this, this framework, the crazy happy framework is essential for people to, to thrive in this crazy times. And it's the perfect solution for a lot of the heartache of what people have been enduring these last couple of years. And so I want to make sure we encourage you guys that way. Uh, Pastor Daniel, any kind of final thoughts, closing thoughts before uh, we uh, end our time together? Well, I just want to thank all of you out there just for being on this journey. I mean, we want to let the whole world know that Jesus is real and live our lives in light of it. And so I believe that crazy, happy, nine surprising ways to live the truly beautiful life is just another step in that journey. And so thank you for, for being a part of it. Thank you for reading it, writing reviews about it. Thank you for sharing it on your social media and telling your friends about it. You know, I've had so many people like, hey, I bought a bunch of copies. I gave them out to people. I think I was really going to use this. So I'm excited for all of you to get your own copy of Crazy Happy, Nine Surprising Ways to Live the Truly Beautiful Life. And we're going to kick it on over to Josh. And Josh is going to give you some more information. God bless you, everybody. See you guys. It drops tomorrow. Get it. Jesus is Thanks for joining Pastor Daniel and Pastor Gabe for this special edition of Jesus is Real Radio. We're so glad you've had the chance to hear all about Pastor Daniel's new book, 
crazy happy. And now I'm excited to be able to remind you that it's releasing tomorrow. That's right, tomorrow. But you can still pre-order. In fact, I'd encourage you to do just that. You can purchase a physical copy of Pastor Daniel's book through most retailers. Or just go to danielfusco.com to find a list. There's a Kindle version of the book too and an audio version read by Pastor Daniel himself. As we wrap up today's message, I'm going to hand it back over to Pastor Daniel for a moment just so he can encourage you to pre-order too. Thanks, Josh. Tomorrow is the big day. I can't believe it's here. I have been waiting a long time for this special day, and I love that I get to celebrate this with you guys. So if you don't already know what I'm talking about, tomorrow is the release of my brand new book, Crazy Happy, Nine Surprising Ways to Live the Truly Beautiful Life. And I am totally stoked about these shows where we get to unpack so many amazing keys to the crazy happy life that Jesus designed us for. So I hope you'll join us for tomorrow's special show with me and Pastor Gabe Moreno. And don't miss out on getting the book. Even though it releases tomorrow, you can order it right now. And Josh is here to tell you all about it. Thanks, Pastor Daniel. Again, just go to danielfusco.com and get your copy today. This is going to be a life-changing book. On behalf of Pastor Daniel and the entire production team, we invite you to join us again for the next edition of Jesus is Real Radio.